0: Welcome to the exclusive release of the Locksmith Podcast original series, an in-depth analysis of the inner workings of astrology. In the last episode, we discussed the historical impact and significance astrology has had on civilization throughout time to give you a brief overview, we saw astrology had been a friend to civilization from the very beginning, assisting in the formation of communities in which a desire to thrive beyond survival motivated scientific and technological breakthroughs throughout history. In time, we saw the rise of dogmatic religious zealotry, causing astrological awareness to fall out of the public eye for many years, before long being reintroduced into European society where it was wholly integrated into many fields of thought, bringing with it a surge of advanced Although, with this surge in time, astrology was pushed away and rejected again, this time by government-supported scientific dogmatism, still a form of religious zealotry, albeit more objectively focused. Nowadays, we're seeing another rise of inquiry into astrology, and so in this episode of The Locksmith Podcast, we will begin our investigation of astrology beginning with the two principal forces of reality, the Divine Feminine and Sacred Masculine. Now, without further ado, I'm Jay Castle, and this is the Locksmith Podcast. In astrology, there are two fundamental energies which come together to form the essence of any particular sign, the divine feminine and sacred masculine. People who are new to astrology and the greater mystical natures of reality are likely to be coming from an environment influenced by invalid thought forms and improper conclusions. I know of many people who choose to strip away the emotional significance of the divine feminine and sacred masculine by simply referring to their energy as negative and positive, thereby referring to their relationship as polarity. Now, I believe they're attempting to disengage their mind from their body, literally diluting themselves to the nature of reality by diluting their energy, and I'll say it, intentional ignorance is not pretty. It's a nasty flavor of dogmatism that doesn't seek knowledge or growth. Instead, it seeks to dominate, discipline, and control the world, not the self. It is the expression of divide and conquer spoken by the empirically dominated mindset, like an addict with a pen who only has views from the outside looking in, afraid to look within themselves because they only see misery outside as a projection of their inward misery. Unfortunately, there are astrologers who do not hold fast to the belief of divine feminine and sacred masculine or one or the other, perhaps because it interferes with their political and social feel-good opinions and baseless, disingenuous self-valuations, but that is polarity speaking. Forget the lies. You're living in hell if you don't feel at home in your own body, let alone within God, and you'll never feel like you belong if you reject your significant other. There is a reason beyond... The reason. This is the precipice of a belief system purporting the internal nature is determined by the external characteristics, whereby if you simply dress it up in a different set of clothing, the entire intrinsic property and nature shifts. But that simply is not true. The Divine Feminine has the Sacred Masculine within her, just as the Sacred Masculine has the Divine Feminine within him. But they are not interchangeable definitions of the same supernatural energy. They are two halves of the same whole, the Holy One, if you will, also known as God. Man and woman are the physical manifestations of this holy relationship. Look at it from the perspective of making love. Man provides the seed for woman to receive, and they nurture new life making a physical manifestation of their love. Referring to man and woman as simply the positive and the negative is disgustingly empirical and clinically informal. Their relationship expresses the directional aspect of any particular thing as it pertains to the divine sacred flow understood as God or the infinitely expanding creator source, but making love is being. Polarity is not. So, Now that we have established and provided the much-needed depth deserving of these fundamental forces beyond the meager surface value of polarity, let's take the plunge and learn more about the two fundamental expressions, Divine Feminine and Sacred Masculine, as it pertains to how and why the astrological signs and planets are what they are. You see, the signs and planets are the archetypal forces birthed in their union. They are extensions of the Divine Feminine and Sacred Masculine, and their holy union. Their relationship is profoundly interactive, whereby the divine feminine and sacred masculine create the elements and mode of being in their union. In astrology, there are six signs oriented to the feminine and six oriented to the masculine. Now, remember, these signs and orientations are extensions of their influence. Those oriented more toward the feminine are called passive, yin negative and receptive. These are the water and earth signs, while those oriented toward the masculine are called active, yang, positive or expressive. These are the fire and air signs. The divine feminine and sacred masculine are referentially comparative along the scale of perspective interaction. In other words, within yin, yang is found, and within yang, yin is found, and both within the other is God, or Tao. They're both known by the familiar scent Of significant other, the energetic signature of belonging together. Each have a polar charge. The feminine is receptive and negative, where the masculine is expressive and positive. Because they express the perspective and contextual relationship with regard to the directional flow of energy as an expression of themselves and the fundamental union between the divine feminine and sacred masculine, they are not, nor can they be understood, as the presence of and or absence of one another, because they are intuitively known within the other, by the other, with the other. Now, to be clear, at the risk of sounding redundant, negative does not mean bad, nor does positive mean good. Both negative and positive is good because their union is sustainable and productive, not degenerative, stagnant, or pointless. The elements and modalities are a result of their union. They're like a spectrum of depth between the two, the sacred masculine and divine feminine provide depth to one another, just like how you need two eyes for depth perception. It's not a coincidence. To help with conceptualizing this, take writing, for example. The symbols can only be understood because where you mark is just as important as where you don't. The, the, the negative space is important, just like audible communication. What I say is just as important as what I don't. It's the union of sound and silence, which we... Can use if we listen to derive meaning. This is the beautiful relationship of shifting energy. It's never stagnant, never motionless, even at rest. They express their love in every aspect of being. They are quintessential aspects, ultimately in us as Alpha and Omega are in God. It's the you and I in love, where I eternally owe you. Not that is the beauty of marriage because you provides depth you provide depth so that i may be known without you who is there to know me who is there to hear who is there to respond you see the divine feminine and sacred masculine are the two whose sum product and divisor is god Together they merge and twist and bend and billow, forever in eternity, bringing out the beauty in being, infinitely expanding creator source. Everything is reflective to their union, from math and art to trees and brains. Duality is the depth reflecting their union. You cannot escape duality, not through drugs nor decadence, because when the sky is masculine, the feminine is sea. It's a matter of context and perspective. When the sea is masculine, the feminine is land. When the land is masculine, the feminine is space, and when space is masculine, well, the feminine is hiddenness. They are all with regard to the like. You see, the divine feminine expresses herself in the mystical realm of the submissive and interconnected watery force to receive. She expresses herself in the physical realm of the enduring and binding earthen force to nurture. She expresses an internal orientation and a fixed modality. Our divine energy is shown through emotions, sensations, and feelings. The Sacred Masculine expresses himself in the realm of the purifying and honest expression, the fiery force of will. He expresses himself in the realm of the physio-phenomenal associations between archetypes, the airy force of expansion. He expresses an external orientation and a cardinal modality. His sacred energy is shown through intuition, relationship forming, and thinking. But you see, that's not all. The beauty expressed in their eternal fascination with the other is shown in that you who are not I, the beautiful and frightening potential in essence of being is so frightening and beautiful because all of I am is also in you. As above so below and so just as the divine feminine and sacred masculine united in being give birth to the incarnation of their love as being as such so too does the union of man and woman united in being birth the manifestation of love incarnate in being as being it's this potential of us in unity that is expressed as the mutable modality It's the Vesica Pisces of modalities, if you will. It's that transitioning, that overlapping of two, where the light of their union can truly shine forth the love of you and I as us. And so, having identified the primary expressions attributable to the Divine Feminine's fixed mode, the elements of water and earth, and the Sacred Masculine's cardinal mode, the elements of fire and air, as well as outline the depth of their relationship, which comes to form the mutable mode, we'll see how it all comes together in the next episode when we dive into the depth and form of the 12 Astrological Signs of Astrology. Remember, if you enjoy this content, find the Locksmith Podcast on Facebook and Twitter to stay tuned in. If you want to show your support, find the Locksmith Podcast on Patreon and subscribe. Patrons receive episodes before anyone else and gain access to bonus content like behind the scenes info, opportunities to talk to the Locksmith, and even a chance to be featured in upcoming episodes. As always, this has been the Locksmith Podcast. I'm Jay Castle. Thanks for joining.